trying to get his bearings now, he turned around and looked behind him to see what things looked like back there. Okay, normal bottom, there's the sand, some sponges, turtle grass. He whipped his head back around to look forward, off his bow. A wave was rushing toward his kayak now from that direction. Not a wake from a passing boat, or a little wind ripple either, but a full-on wave rising higher than his head from his sitting position in the kayak. Tsunami? Maybe there was an earthquake. Suddenly a massive shape lifted from the water. It rushed toward his little boat. He saw a long lance of some kind with teeth on the sides. Oh my God! Shark? Ray? Something huge! He should have been reacting, taking action to move out of the way, but the sheer size of the thing caused him to gawk at it for a moment too long. Easily four times the length of his twelve-foot kayak, he didn't see how this moving thing could be a mere animal. A whale? But the teeth! And then he got a glimpse of the underside of the beast's head as it began to fall out of the sky. Guitar-shaped. A funny cookie-cutter smiley face carved into the doughy white ventral surface. Guitaras was reminded of a stingray, a colossal alien ray that appeared out of nowhere on the semi-isolated tidal flat area on a calm, sunny day. Then the great behemoth's saw-like appendage came slicing down on Guitaras's right shoulder, hacking the meat deeply while breaking his collarbone. Worse, It knocked him from his little boat into the water, flipping the kayak over in the process, bonking him on the skull in a way that was not serious in and of itself, yet was the last thing he needed at this moment. It just added to the confusion and panic. Where was the big ray now? Guitarra stamped his feet on the seafloor, seeking solid purchase with which to launch himself into a shallow water run but he had the bad luck to bring his right foot down on a large vase sponge. The cup-shaped invertebrate easily allowed him to place his entire leg inside it up to the knee, but the bottom was soft and springy, and when he moved to leap, the contrast between that and the firm bottom under his left foot threw him off, sending him sprawling headlong back into the water. Waves sloshed over his head as the sawfish churned the water while moving into a wide turn. The ocean was reddish now, with the meat manager's blood, the sight of it making him queasy and lightheaded, further diminishing his capacity to mount an effective defense against this marauding uber-predator. Still, he struggled to his feet again, this time testing his purchase before attempting to push himself off the bottom and into a run for the shore. There were only mangroves here, but he would gladly scramble up onto those exposed roots and take his chances with the spiders and snakes and anything else that might be in there. Absolutely anything had to be better than this. He made a run for the carpet of tangled greenery that represented salvation a mere sixty feet away. His mind was a tapestry of shrieking numbness, completely unable to process the incredible magnitude with which an ordinary fun afternoon had so swiftly gone so horribly, horribly wrong. He knew only to stagger forward, one splashy stomp after the next, and that with each footfall great gouts of blood 
his lifeblood spilled into the ocean. He didn't fall again, though, and as the water became shallower, a shoot of hope burst through the numbness like a sprouting seed. He could make it. He could reach the mangroves and climb out of the water to safety. Keep going. It hurts, but keep going. Just a little farther. You can do it. It took all of his self-restraint not to turn and look behind him to see where the sea monster was. This strangely huge beast that had knocked him from his craft, which now drifted south overturned and flooded, he kept on, stumbling at times, even going down onto one knee once, but nothing was going to stop him from reaching those watery trees. The roots were hardwood, exposed in the air beneath thin but hard branches that looked as though they would support his weight, especially if he could spread his body mass out among several of them. He could hear the rush of water close behind him as the monster fish pursued him into the shallows. He summoned a reserve of strength he knew he would need in order to make the jump up into the trees.' 